Welcome to Football Hot Boys, a show where three hot seamen talk about actual football for once, Bobby Portis's facial hair, and what AJ looks like with his shirt off. But I was just like, I gotta take a shot. Like, why the fuck not? But Go you have it. one one. Why do you want one two? He wants he wants back to backsies, man. He doesn't yeah, want to have to make a decision. For what? I don't want to have to make a decision. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just trying to make my life easier. So yeah. He, he's he has to trying make a decision to, regardless. Yeah. He, he trying it's to. It's like you're gonna take two running backs at you know one one and one two. Fuck like get no. real, dude. No, nah, I'm not taking. Yeah, see, the, you don't so, know what I'm but, doing. You know, dude. See? I'm over here. I'm playing five D chess, man. Like, nah, I didn't even like that. I was trying. Honestly, I was trying to set my team to make a run like this next year. It's pretty much. Yeah, what he's it trying. He's to. trying to grab a running back and a wide receiver. I know what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. I got or, him. Or receiver, tight end. Who knows? I, I love that strategy because it is definitely the strategy of a man with anxiety. Because it's like you would rather pay fantasy assets to not have to have the stress of making the choice than just to have all those other assets. Dude, I don't give a fuck what anyone says, man. Having one one is not fun. It, it's not a oh, fun it's a blast. Time. I had a good time with it. I right. imagine I would also enjoy it pretty thoroughly. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Um, so, we, we, on this show, the past couple of weeks, we've had, like, a big problem with just having stuff to talk about uh, football-wise. It's a very dead time. Uh, camp hasn't started. OTAs are over. Everyone's just kind of sitting around nursing pulled hammies until they have to get to work. So, what I did to get us kind of focused on football is I just kind of went and collected all of my random thoughts on football this year. And I kind of just assembled them in a list. I'm going to ask you these questions, and I kind of want to hear what you have for answers. These aren't particularly relevant or anything. These are just kind of goofy thoughts that popped into my head, and I kind of want to see what you guys have to think about them, okay? So what is more, dis- what is more uh, insulting to their respective new positions? Calvin Benjamin thinking he can play tight end because he's fat, or Brandon Jacobs thinking he can play defensive end because he's fat, slow, and old. Dude, I just I just watched something on that. Like he's like three teams want me to are, are interested in me playing defensive end, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Can we throw Tim Tebow as a tight end in there as well? Like, yes, you mean the dude that wasn't invited to Tiny University. Dude, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That was See, a statement, dude. Because Travis Kelsey the, the knows the man that's going to have a, a Taysom Hill esque role with the Jaguars. Yeah, he's going to have an unemployed role with the Jaguars. I, he's not going to make it out of camp. I don't know, man. Uh, and and I like I'm not a, a Tim Tebow fan. I'm really not. But name one other tight end on that roster without looking it up. Oh, did he draft a name guy from one Ohio right State. now? Um, I can't think of his name though. I'm out. I don't yeah. know. I'm out. That and there's my point. He has Man. a chance to make a depth roll on that roster. Well, That's so sad. My point is that the three guys that I can't name will all be better at playing tight end than him. So, so you're saying O'Shaughnessy's going to be better than Tim Tebow? I, I started think, O'Shaughnessy so. at one point in fantasy. Yeah. It didn't work out for me. That didn't but work out. Still, for you. he's actually a tight end <laughs> playing tight end. Um, so I actually did I would li- start Tim Tebow over O'Shaughnessy. I did leave Tim Tebow out of that entire on purpose a little bit, okay. J- just because, like, yes, it's insulting that Tim Tebow thinks like, "Hi, I'm Tim Tebow. I'm here to learn a new position. I'm better than all you guys who spent your entire life learning this position." Right. But the extra insulting thing about the Calvin Benjamin thing is Calvin Benjamin. At least Tim Tebow is like a has some physical tools. 
Calvin Benjamin sure. is just a guy who's too fat to play wide receiver. And he's like, well, those guys are kind of fat, so I'll go play football with them. And it, like nothing, he didn't like put in the work to be tight end. He just didn't put in the work to be a receiver. And now he's trying to cash a few more paychecks as tight end. Um, that's why I thought that was particularly insulting. I agree that's- with I agree with that, Kelvin Benjamin, because then you have guys like Kyle Pitts coming out, who are just giant wide receivers, who it could probably still be a wide receiver yeah. that's playing tight end. Like you have the opposite spectrum of that with with Kelvin Benjamin. But Calvin Benjamin is arguably like even when he was a receiver, wasn't even that good of a receiver. He wasn't like he, good. Yeah. he had flashes, but those are way behind him. So he he had like I, I'm glad we weren't playing Dynasty when Calvin Benjamin was a thing because he would have just been the biggest cock tease ever because he came out and had that monster rookie year yeah. and whoever owned him would have been like, yes, I'm good, I got. It would have been you. It would have been you. <sighs> that is your type. That is your type of receiver, dude. Well, it I really mean, I'm is. also the guy who drafted McCole Hardman, so. I, I sample all over the place. But, right. uh, yeah, that would have been you to make plans around that guy. You would have built your team involving that guy. Yeah. And then he disappeared forever. It was never a thing again. And he has, like, he has crazy measurables. Like, he he should have been good. Like, I don't... He, he's disappointing. And, yeah, he's not going to make it as a tight end. It's just... That is insulting. Now that you bring it... Now that you... I'm sold. Yeah, Kelvin Benjamin. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is he like? Six five, three hundred pounds. His He's... gut is about a foot off his belly, or his foot, <laughs> foot off his abdomen. He went to uh, ten inch hands. Went to the Eddie Lacy uh, school of conditioning. Oh my God, he is the Eddie Lacy of. The He's the receiver. Eddie Lacy of wide receiver, dude. Of tight ends. Uh, yeah, tight ends. Well, tight ends Thank now. you. Thank you. <laughs> but but he is six five two. He's 245. I bet he was closer to 265 by the time that. he was in Kansas I was City. damn close. 6'5", yeah. 300 pounds. I was damn close. Yeah, was you, you, you nailed his height. Yeah. The thing about Brandon Jacobs is Brandon Jacobs hasn't played in like six years, I want to say. He's 38 years old. And he's like, He's 39. Hey. He's 39? He's 39. He's I literally oh, just he, watched a thing on this. Yeah. He will be 39 in four days. Oh, okay. But, yeah. So <laughs> um, He can still make it in the UFC. Oh my god, he maybe he could fight in the UFC. But the thing is, like, the thing about Brandon Jacobs is he's just coaching high school football now. He's like, you know what? I'm a little heavier. I could probably play defensive end. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. I, no, those dudes are fast. Yeah, they're explosive, and they also train and learn how to play defensive end. Like playing defensive end isn't the coaches don't go, hey, go out there and be fat. Like that's not like what they. T- <laughs> there's actual art to play there's in like, that position. I mean, you play like there's there's actual like techniques and st- it's not just a physicality role. Like there's more to it than that. Well, so. he's a guy who plays professional football before. Like he knows that's true. So I don't understand what the fuck this is about. And who wants to he's come out of retirement? Cook. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Who wants to come out of retirement at 38 to go play a position where they beat the happy fuck out of you too? Like that's someone who's broke his shit. And that's desperate a, for money. That's that, probably that's a, good, a good point. Well, then do a fucking Budweiser commercial. Like, there's other ways of utilizing. I don't know. Why so, would they pull him when they can pull Dak? Because <laughs> well, yeah. it's going to cost a lot less. Or you, yeah, a, a local car a, like car salesman fucking role or like ad or something. There's there's ways to make money with that. Yeah, status, sell some. Is all I'm trying to say. Toyota Camrys in fucking upstate yeah. New York, man. Like, <laughs> come down to Don Hewitt's uh, Camry Shack, like Toyota. Come down to rally. Bob Roarman's. <laughs> I'm Brandon Bob. Jacobs. Dude, I love that. If you're not from like that area that just it literally just sounds like a made-up name 
No, there was a guy named Bob Roarman who had a cartoon. Yeah. Bob Roarman. Bob Roarman. And if you were in one specific area code, you know what I'm talking about. God, that's so good. I love it. And so, he may, he, he's, that dude's done a lot of drugs. Let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're selling cars, you've done cocaine. I, yeah, I don't fair. think that you can sell cars without doing cocaine. <laughs> Probably true, actually. Back when I worked in sales, I sold home security systems, and my manager used to be a uh, used car salesman, and he would tell me all, about, all the times, like, yeah, dude, I just did a ton of cocaine, and I sold cars all day and did cocaine. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Hey, yeah. you make a living somehow. You got that's a it's like gamer fuel except for selling cars. It's Does the, that require more energy than other jobs? Like why do you need to do cocaine to sell cars? I think I think it's more or less just like an energy for sales. Like I talk to like the sales people where I'm work and after like 5 minutes of conversation, I'm just exhausted trying to keep up with them. Yeah. Uh, so, so before we do bounce off of this topic, I will admit this has worked recently once because the guy was an exceptional athlete uh and that was logan thomas he was actually able to come and be a quarterback and go you know what i'm chonky and i'm tall i'll i'll just do that chunky tall position and uh it works so it's not impossible but i don't think two guys that are just fat are going to uh you know make it work it's like a nope, tim tebow has a chance mm-hmm. yeah i agree Th- this is uh this next question is feels like a very you know simple football question uh but it was kind of screwing with my head a little bit so i, w- I want to hear what you guys say who's a better team the browns or the ravens that's way harder than it should be exactly um, uh i'm gonna I go ahead and say the browns the browns have a more complete team i agree with the browns being a more complete team however i almost think that the ravens are like a momentum team and when that team starts rolling and they really start getting that momentum going, they have like a higher ceiling. But I think I agree that the Browns are a more complete team. Yeah, That's a I hard would, question, though. Yeah, I, I would kind of like make the Ravens like I would almost think of them like it's like a, it's like a sh- team of shooters in basketball where like when yeah. their shots are dropping, no one's going to beat them. That's like, that's what I mean. They're like yeah. a moment like when they're clicking. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think they're better than the Browns, but we yeah. saw and last year they were. When you're shooting sixty percent from the three point line, of course. Yes, but the second the second you start, uh, you're you're going two for seven or whatever from the line, all of a sudden you fall apart. Yeah, you're. you're Man, I, think, I feel like we're that. talking about the Atlanta Hawks right now. Let's not talk about the Atlanta Hawks right now, okay? So you kind of opened the door for one of my questions further down the list. So obviously, Bucks fans, something very terrible happened uh, earlier this week. Uh, we look like we're on the doorstep to a championship. Uh, and our best player uh, explodes his knee in what can only be described as um, the exact opposite of how a knee is supposed to work. Um, so There's no damage to it. There's no damage to it, but it went backwards. So uh, it it's definitely at least sore and probably not ready to play basketball on. Um, it's not. He's not playing tonight. No, he's not playing tonight. However... This is like the third time the Bucks have been on the championship doorstep and something horrible has gone wrong and stopped us. And it made me think about all the teams in the 90s, whether it was the UE Knicks or the uh, Utah Jazz with Malone and Stockton or the Shaq era Magic or you know, all these other teams where those were championship teams. They were huge teams. They were ready to win a championship and it just did not happen. So looking around the NFL right now, which of these teams who haven't won a championship yet 
but look, looks like they're building to, to, to do one is going to be the odd man out. Which of these teams that you think is ready to win a championship ultimately won't? Which one will it slip through their fingers? Titans. Titans? The door is closing on them really quick right now, I feel like. Because, yeah, they got Julio Jones, but the amount of offensive production that walked out of that building with with Corey Davis and Jonu Smith, like, can you replace that with one guy who's kind of old and does does two or three good good things at this point in his career? I'm... I'm going to say the Cowboys, actually. I think that, the time is ticking very quickly on that team. Not having Dak last year was obviously like a kind of a mulligan year, but I did well, think that, that. And Elliot is well, like, n- it's just that, yeah. <laughs> it it exposed much. a lot of problems on that team. Like, yeah. flaws in the defense and the offensive line. And you can only have, your receivers can only do so much for you. but And your coach is a big fat butterball that doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> And there's no um, defense. There's no yeah. one to stop the ball. There, yeah, I don't. I've never seen a team so dependent on one player in recent memory. Like it. Like I mean, obviously quarterbacks are a big deal, but like they looked unstoppable to being laughable in like a like that. I mean, even you've seen so many teams that like when they lose their quarterback, like the receivers and everything, like they're well coached enough to still be able to produce. But dude, yeah, that's, look at the Chiefs. Yeah, actually, um, yeah, dude. I I don't know. I the Titans. I Titans a good pick too, though, because uh, that window is closing as well. I feel like um, this is the last year. To take a shot at it before you burn the wheels off Derrick Henry and yeah, Derrick Henry like can only carry that team so far by himself. Mm-hmm. So, so when I thought up this question, there was one team that kind of screamed out to me as like a kind of carbon copy of those basketball teams I described, and that was the Rams. Because that that hmm. they have constantly been selling out to win a championship, and something always happens to stop them. So far, whether they get all the way to the Super Bowl and then the best offense in the league just completely forgets how to play offense, and everything falls apart. True. They have a year where I'm still not quite sure what happens, where they miss the playoffs, and then last year they were look like one of the best teams in the league. They have the best defense they've ever had in this time, and then all of a sudden, all of Jared Goff's fingers turn into thumbs and he forgets how to hold things and forgets how to throw the ball and and it just completely caves in on itself. And they're putting themselves in a position where they have no assets, they're all in. If one or two things goes wrong, if one or two knee tweaks happen, it all falls apart and it's over. Um, what what happened to Jared Goff? He's had like one of the biggest falls from graces. He's never been good. Is it, you really? You just had a I've, fluke I've year, kind of? I've been or? saying this for the longest time. I mean, you can go back and listen to all these podcasts. I've been saying Jerry Goff's trash from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, he is now for damn sure. It just, he, he always has been, dude. He's been riding on the coattails of Sean McVay, and Sean McVay finally said, I've had enough because I can't run plays with Jared Goff. you got to go. That's fair. Well, well with the first couple of years they were there, Sean McVay was doing this thing where it's like, hey, listen, I'm going to tell – what Jared Goff to do all the way up until my mic gets turned off 15 seconds before. And then exactly. defenses, defenses are like, Oh, that's cool. We'll just like shift after that happens now. And now Jared Goff is back on Jared Goff to do what he has to do. And then it kind of, everything kind of fell apart. Um, I do like that team. I do think that team is good. And I do think that team is the championship contender this year, but that just feels to me like the team that, in 10 years when this era has kind of washed out like, Oh yeah, the Rams never, never won a championship. So what's more likely Reggie Bush gets his Heisman back 
or Cole Beasley gets a COVID vaccine. Ah. Oh, Heisman all the way. <laughs> Cole, Cole Beasley, there's no oh chance in hell. He will retire before he oh gets a vaccine. God, 100% uh, Heisman will come back. What a great fucking statement slash question that is. <laughs> oh, oh. Cole Beasley, god damn it. Also, yeah. for the record, I don't know if you guys saw the picture floating around, but Cole Beasley and I are kind of like twins. Yeah, you yeah, you get you definitely have the, the redneck teeth and you have the same beard. Uh, his hair is longer though. He has a yeah, beautiful yeah. mane of hair. Though I and think he sh- should grow. He's that shorter man. than you too. He isn't is. he? I think he's yep. shorter than you too. How tall is yeah. isn't he like five nine or something? How tall no, is he? Yeah, he's Dude, like, no, he's like I think five, he's like six or five seven or some shit. I think he's I five think seven or five eight. Oh, okay. I think he's like an inch or two shorter. Holy than shit, he's five eight. Okay, yep, he's five eight. Told yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, man. He is that short. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you, oh, I think he's missing the other tooth. You guys are. are he, he, yeah. 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 He, he, he. Yeah. If you guys made out, then you would have <laughs> one collection we of teeth have, together. Yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I would just like. I get a dental procedure just to knock one tooth out to put it in the other. Just be like to be more like Cole Beasley, or the other way. Maybe he's trying to be more like you. I don't. Know. You guys can work it out on your own time. But God, he's a good motherfucker. I don't know. He's got beautiful hair. His hair. I'll is say it. I'll, I'll fucking say it, dude. His hair is awesome. Yeah, that's uh, the kind of teeth I would expect someone who doesn't vaccinate to have. Um, I take no offense f- to that. No offense, Pete. Too late. Okay, another question for you guys. Will the Lions' leading receiver have more yards than the Steelers' third leading receiver? Will the Lions' leading receiver have more yards than the, the, than third the Steelers' leading. third? Yes. 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 Yeah, I the would. Yes. Yeah. I okay, so, so to unpack that, that means, so it's going to be either probably Tyrell Williams. No. Or T.J. Hawkinson, or uh, Amron St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown. So will he have more receiving yards than uh, yes. the third receiving guy last year was Juju Smith-Schuster? So he will yes. out, he will outperform Juju Smith-Schuster. I I will go on an island and say no. That I I think Why? Juju because I think that team is going to be dog shit. Yeah, and I think that I think someone, it's going to be dog shit too, but. Like Tyrell Williams is old. You have T.J. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson and Amon Ross St. Brown. Those are your two options. Like legit, yeah. those are your two options. I mean, you could maybe say Quentin Cephas, but he's too Quentin slow, bro. And yeah, we'll see. Jared Goff doesn't like to throw it deep. So like, if you're if you're looking at like the route options, look at Robert Woods. Robert Woods was he performed okay. Mm-hmm. So Amon Ross St. Brown in that role. Look at the tight ends. Jared Goff likes big bodies because he's not accurate. Throw it to the biggest dude on the field, T.J. Hawkinson. I, th- I think it's realistic. I, I, I think it's more or less about the receiving core than Ben, Big Ben. I and they're getting a fresh new toy for running back. I think they could rely more on the running game. I mean, if it was like the second <clears throat> receiver for the Steelers, yeah. But the third, I just don't know, man. I, I don't think. So Juju was the third leading receiver for the uh, for last year. And he had eight hundred. Had a quiet good year. Yeah, and he yeah. had eight hundred yards. So, yeah. I personally feel like 
what that offense is in tune for is like TJ Hawkinson leading them in receiving with like 647 yards or something like that. Like that's kind of, I think they're going to be bad and they're going to spread the ball around because no one there is good enough to take over. Um, now, now if like Marvin Jones was still on that team. Yeah. Cause Marvin Jones would probably, if he was on that roster, he'd have, you know, 1200 receiving yards or whatever. That wouldn't be a thing, but I, I don't know. I thought that was just kind of an interesting way to look at those two rosters and how far apart they are. I just I mean, think I guess the, the offensive line with the Steelers is that fucking bad. I just I don't know. I think the Steelers valid. are I think the Steelers are going to take a step back. It's just my thought. I mean, and Big Ben isn't getting. Think the... Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying Big Ben isn't getting any younger. That's all I had to say. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, but it also depends on who you think the third receiver is for the Steelers. True. I don't think it's going to be Juju again. I think Juju steps up and is at least a wide receiver too. There, like I don't know. Well, well, I don't think it matters what order they happen. I think Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster are, are going to be productive enough that the third guy, I think, is going to be better. So yeah. that, that'll be an interesting hat board. Thing. I'd put that in the hat board later I'm, okay. on, on draft day. I, I, so, I like that. Yeah, that'll, that'll be a fun one. <clears throat> okay, I promise, Pete, this is not a dig at your team. I think this is actually an interesting conversation to have. That's okay, man. All right. Who wins a playoff game first? The Jets or the Falcons? Ooh. This year or no, just who, in general? Just in general. Who, what, what, what franchise has the next playoff win? Falcons or the Jets? Falcons. I say Falcons. Probably the Jets. Yep, Damn. I'm kind of thinking the Jets as well. And, like, I'm not even trying to be, like, a Debbie Downer about the, the Falcons. Like, I'm just being realistic. Like, we're hitting the reset button. We're clearly hitting the reset button with sending off Julio Jones. We're going to have one more year on Matt Ryan, which, fuck it, we could have had Justin Fields. Like, I'm just bitter. But, like... <laughs> you should be. Now, yeah. now, you're, now you're expecting Kyle Pitts to step up and basically replace Julio Jones. Like, that's what you're asking him to do. I don't think that's realistic. I mean, Calvin really can, can do, can be a wide receiver one. We've, we've seen that last year. But as far as, like, a playoff team, our defense can't even fucking carry their own weight. So, like, I think the Jets have a better chance. I, I do, too, just because those teams are going in opposite directions. Like, who has a better roster right now? Falcons probably do. But, like, look at that division. Like, are they better than the Saints right now? They're definitely no. not better than the, the Bucks. So, no. So they're not getting the playoffs this year. So if, if, that's not, if that's not the case, then who the fuck knows when they'll be back next? I can't even say that they're better than the Panthers. Like, I can't even look at you in the face and say they're better than the Panthers. Like that that's that's closer, that's debatable, but mm-hmm. I can't say for certain that they're better than the Panthers. I, I don't necessarily agree. Like they could they could be at the bottom of that division real quick, which almost like kind of think is the plan. <laughs> cuz like you need that draft capital cuz well, maybe they got to like get a the quarterback. Qu- yeah. Maybe they don't maybe they didn't like the quarterbacks this year. I I loved them. I think that's a silly read, but maybe that's what their read is. Like Kyle Pitts is the can't miss guy and we'll get the quarterback later or whatever. But um, if that's the case, then you got to be bad. And I think they're, and I don't think they're going to be bad, but they're definitely not going to be good enough to matter. Um, and the jets, like obviously an ascending team, assuming the moves they made, uh, Zach Wilson pays off and that they have a coach that is better than Adam Gase. Sure. Um, and I mean, the bills are in that division which they're a, they're a legit team and some, some and a team I'm surprised no one mentioned in our could they miss out 
segment. And but like, are the Jets and the Dolphins that far apart roster wise? I mean, I think the I think Miami's better, but like, are they a million miles ahead of the Jets? No. I don't know. I I think it's I I think it's it way depends too on Zach Wilson. Say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that depends on depends. Zach Wilson. Which 100%. I'm not. I don't know if I'm. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't, I'm not. I'm not sold, sold on, on Tua. <laughs> uh, like about, I'm not sold yeah, on Tua. Right. So yeah, it depends true. on Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson comes out banging, then easy. They're better than the. Then they're better than the Dolphins. It's it's kind of crazy. Like all the work both those teams did on their rosters, it comes down to a coin flip. Which of those two guys is better? And that's the only question that really matters. Like all that other shit's like, eh. Which of those quarterbacks are better? That that's who's going to be second in that division going forward. So just to make this easier on our brains, I'll put these teams in the chat so you can see them. Oh my but god! I, bro, I'm not looking. At, I'm not looking at the chat, dog. I uh, of those uh, of the five teams I just posted in the chat, which rank those backfields? The entire backfield, not just the starting running back, but as a unit, which of these five teams has the best backfield? Eagles, Bucks, Colts, Bears, and Rams. Oh, rank them. Yeah. Rank the backfields. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm going to go. I'll, I'll just go first. Fuck it. Yep. I'm going to go Colts number one. Yeah. I'm going to go Rams number two. I'm gonna go Eagles, Bears, Bucks. Interesting. So you put you put you putting the Bucks at the bottom of that. I do too. I had to type it out actually. I'll just post it here. Uh, I also have Colts as number one. I have Bears as number two. Rams, Eagles, Bucks. So I actually think that we're all gonna have the Colts as one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I think that those guys go three deep, and all three of those guys could start. Like uh, Hines is is awesome uh, in, in what he does, but I do think he's good and complete enough that you could throw him as, as a lead back and and not be suffering too much. Um, and we've seen Mac over for a thousand yards, and Jonathan yep. Taylor is you know, one the, of the new most hotness. Exciting, yeah, the new yeah. hotness right now in the league. Yeah. So I, I I think that is the best of the five and probably the best as a position group in the league, I think. Um, for me next is the Eagles because, um, I, you know, I, I re- obviously, as the owner of him in, in, in fantasy, big Miles, big Miles Sanders guy. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell is a super interesting guy. Uh, Scott has started games in this league and been productive. And then you have Jordan Howard, who's, you know, at the journeyman portion of his career, but has been a thousand yard back in the past. And Kerryon Johnson's there. Uh, so you have someone to cut. Uh, but, you, you know, it, it, it's a big group. And I think with the way that offense is going to go, uh, it's going to run through that group as well. So it's going to be a really productive group. Um, and then to me, like the Rams, I just think Cam Akers is a stud. And I think Brown is a guy who is just really good and solid. And they're also a team that just always pulls guys in that are productive <laughs> in that back. So don't forget about Henderson. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Henderson yep. proved, like, definitely proved himself for sure. Yeah. Um, and I just think the Bears are kind of an under-talked-about backfield because people forget that Tyree Cohen exists. Yeah, I was like, about to say, like, David Montgomery's good, but Tyree Cohen is 
pretty fucking good. Like, yeah, he, he's one of the more electric speedbacks in the entire yeah. league. And David Montgomery, like, he was underachieving until last year. And you look at if you look at like fantasy, he was like the fifth most productive fantasy back in the entire league last dude, year. He just he's it's, the Bears have been such a slog, like of a of a team as whole and he's like the one saving grace of that team it has been uh, mm-hmm. or the most consistent so i'm kind of excited to see what they do with a new uh somebody else under center there so it should be interesting well when i envisioned this segment i didn't necessarily envision it from like a fantasy standpoint but when you talk running backs is kind of oh no i just meant from an nfl yeah yeah i but mean like, fantasy yeah but like for, for, for like for this next point like oh well rushing quarterbacks tend to usher in really productive fantasy running games with, from the running back. Like if you just look back in history, like it, it it's just really productive. And, because and it's too adding, much to watch, so it opens up lanes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Justin Fields got wheels. So I, yep. I, I think between those two guys this year, there could be a very big pop-off in what we see from both of those guys. Because I've kind of always believed in David Montgomery as, as a talent, even when he was coming out. But it's just because that team was such a fucking mess the first two years he was in the league, I just don't really feel like he ever got a chance to shine. And last year, they were still a mess, but they at least figured his part out. Um, and see, that's part of the reason why I have the Eagles above the Bears, even though I'm not a big Miles Sanders guy. It's that group of running backs you talked about, and Jalen Hurts still can move. So, like, if they're going to run through those true. running backs, they still have Jalen Hurts, who has wheels as well. Uh, yeah, and um, I think it's interesting that we're also low on the Bucks because there's a lot of names there, and like there's enough guys that whoever it, again to go back to the basketball, uh, who's ever who's ever shots are dropping sort of gets the ball, and uh, it, especially like you forget that Gio Bernard is on that team now, and yeah, you, you can shrug no, it if you want, but like <laughs> every time that. That dude's going to be around forever, and every time he gets the ball, he does something with it. it just, well, it's what, when you have a mustache that manly, like, you get to do shit. I don't. I, I think you kind of answered the, the question. It's like, they go with the hot hand because there's not a clear-cut amazing back there. I, you know what? That, so. That's fair. That may be of all the... That, that might be what separates them from the other guys that we put on this list, is that there's not, like, this is my backfield. Everyone else is here to compliment what I do. Right. But... I, I just think there's like a very interesting collection of talent in the in the Bucks backfield, which is why I included him on this list. I yeah, mean, I there is, but it's all mediocre, right? Like, look at playoff playoff Lenny. The dude can't catch a ball, but he can he can run some people over. Sure, oh, yeah. Joe Bernard yeah. not gonna run anybody over, but the dude can catch catch a ball and be shifty. And Rojo is like uh, hot one week, cold the it next. Just, so like, yeah. you can't you can't really count on any of those backs to do. Like sure. all of the things, they all do one thing really well. When Except you look at the Sean other, Ryan. yeah, sh- whatever. But then you like you look at the you look at the other <laughs> teams on this list, and all of these backs can do other things. Mm-hmm. They may not be great at it, but they can do other things. Yeah, that's a good take. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a very, very accurate read of that situation. Um. I got a question for everybody. Yeah, what's up? I got a question for everybody. Because I keep running through this question in my head, and I I don't know that I have a good answer. But who is the first wide receiver traded this year? 
So one thing that popped into my head when you said that was Brian Edwards out in, out for the out in Vegas, because one, John Gruden has the attention span of uh, <laughs> like a, a neonate man. Like he, the, like the second he's like, oh, I'm done with this, whatever, I'm on to the next thing. And that dude has like really struggled to fit in there. Like Henry Ruggs wasn't like crazy productive by any stretch of the imagination last year, but he at least fit in that offense, and they found something for him to do, and he made plays here and there that dude was hurt and he was a complete ghost and uh there is like some precedent for kind of highly drafted receivers that aren't fitting but people might still be high on getting shipped real early um it was like that john baldwin who was the guy out in kansas city was only there for a year and they shipped him out and then like i think it was aj jenkins and cal and um uh San Francisco was there for a year and they shipped him out. So like, he's a guy I've kind of had my eye on because I'm like, I could see them getting just kind of being done with that experiment and shipping him off someplace where like, uh, someone could be like, Oh, he's big and tall and strong. We can do something with that. I really don't have anything for that, to be honest. Cause most of the time when those happen, they're just so off the wall that I don't really see them coming. Um, like right before the season starts. So I don't have a good, well, one one guy that's coming to my mind now that we know has kind of just not been happy would be Allen Robinson because oh, he, his a- contract is coming due and he's on the franchise tag this year, I think. And he's like, this sucks. Get me get me out of here. Uh, Justin Fields is the one thing that could change that, though, because if that dude is dealing dimes, keeping that shit in bounds, then oh, maybe I'm OK here. Then he'll stay. So the one that I keep going back to and I don't know how realistic it is, but it's like. I'm making this up in my head. Is Cortland Sutton? Ah, that is a so like, crowded. That is a crowded. It's a cro- field it's, too. it's crowded, and you had what is it, Tim it's, Tim Patrick or whatever showing up. You have Jerry Judy yeah. still there, and like if if Drew Locke isn't isn't showing up, like they they brought in Teddy Bridgewater, and are they gonna go for another quarterback? Are they gonna pr- try to bring in Aaron Rodgers? Or are they just going to hit the reset button and try to get value and ship off a wide receiver that they have a plethora of? And they drafted Seth Williams too, who's the same kind of shape, dude. Exactly, especially with Hamlin like Hamlin there too. Like, especially with well, especially with Cortland Sutton coming off coming back off an injury. Like, do they just say yeah. we're not doing so well? Let's get rid of it. let's let's ship him off and see what we can get. That's actually that's a damn good take. I personally, fantasy wise, would love would love that. I, I mean, if we're getting like real fantasy here, what about Adam Thielen? Because that team is kind of in the process where it's like trying to get younger, and it's like feels like it's just ready to, you know, they got a younger quarterback, they got a young stud wide receiver uh, in Jefferson. And it's like, well, let's start cutting some of the older guys, and he's kind of right at the top of where his value is going to be. Like he's only going to get older and slower and go down. Like sure. I, I could see them if they want to kind of like reinvigorate that team uh that team especially if that team is flat this year yeah i i, I could see that them making a move like that i mean especially with the julio trade going down like they're right around the same age not necessarily like the same talent level but they're right around the same age so like teams might try try to feast on that especially if they're going to try to make a push for playoffs or super bowl or whatnot you know if someone like irv smith really takes off as a receiving threat too and you can feel like you can get that move done i could see that I like and, that. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, it's like, well, if I think trading receiver is going to be interesting because like Julio only got you a second, so like, yeah, but so like, yeah, the part of that that people are just missing 
Like, they absorbed all of his contract. So, like, all okay. of his fully guaranteed money, they're paying for. We're not paying a dime on his contract. So, like, yeah, we only got a second for him and something else. But, like, they picked up all of his guaranteed money when, you know, the Falcons don't know how to pay people correctly. Look at, you know, Matt Ryan. But that's the other side of that is they, they picked up all of his contract, all of his fully, fully guaranteed money. They put all their money in the trash can, and that trash can is Matt Ryan. So you've been gone for a while, Pete. Is there any football shit that we've covered in the time you're gone that you feel like cheated that you didn't get to comment on? I haven't listened. I've been, I, I pulled oh. a Cody and I haven't listened. You're a bad influence on other hot boys, Cody. Hey, what can I say? I'm just trying to live my life. He, someone said that Bobby Portis looks like um, the default Kreda character in NBA 2K. And it's it's so true. It looks like someone drew his goatee on. It's like the most perfect, the most perfect goatee I've ever seen. But it's so perfect that it's eerie. Like it's like staring into the face of God. It's like uncomfortable to look at. Actually, speaking of that, has yeah. has anyone seen the fucking news on Mac Jones character model and the new fucking Madden? Madden? <laughs> Madden game that's coming out. Yeah, they just like no. put some hillbilly head on him. Bro, yeah. it's funny as hell. He looks like a like a fucking middle aged balding man, and it's like in the actual game. It's pretty fucking. Here, here oh. it is. I'm gonna post it. <laughs> I don't know why it's so ridiculous looking. Dumb as shit. Dumb as shit. <laughs> Dude, like. It's a it's a multi dollar company. Like they they did it, guys. Like, looks nothing like them. It looks like a forty year old Andrew Luck. Like, it's like <laughs> it does. Like Jesus what Christ. are they thinking? It's <laughs> <sighs> pretty funny. Have you seen that That's picture horrible. of uh, Mac Jones with his shirt off? Yeah, he's got like a big ass belly and shit. Dude, he makes me look like fucking Jensen Ackles. Yeah, like, Jesus he is Christ. not the most athletic no. person. Uh, yeah, man, he looks like a potato. All right, so that's going to do it for an actual football-filled episode of Football Hot Boys. We're going to be better about this. I told you we were last week, and I delivered. And also delivered Pete. Welcome back, my friend. Hey, thanks, man. Um, uh, until uh, until next week, go ahead and follow us on Facebook. That's where uh, the fans are popping, popping at. And uh, until next week, uh, stay out there, boys and girls. Bye-bye. Later. Later.